Windmill, page 176. When we head inside, it turns out that mum has cooked roast chicken and Doof goes all misty eyes about his nana again. My nana used to make the best roast chicken. Man, it was incredible. I have a mental image of Doof, the Nathaniel. Nathaniel, can't say it. Wolfing down a whole roast chicken with his hands. And I reckon it could be on the money. Would you like to stay for dinner, um, Doof? Mum asks. I say, because as glad as I am that Doof and I have reached a truce, my sumo-sized secrets are too many to keep at the dinner table. Doof can't know about Martha and Mum can't know about the team. Keeping that quiet over a roast chicken will be a nightmare. That'd be great, Doof says to Mum. Great, just great. Uh, what about your parents? Uh, isn't it getting late, I ask? Are you kidding? Roast chicken? And you know what my mum will be doing when I get home, losing her pay packet on the screen. And I'll be lucky if there's frozen pizza to eat. Mm, frozen pizza's not the worst. Have you actually eaten one, he asks. And of course I haven't. Mum doesn't believe in frozen food. He's staying and that's all there is to it, Mum says. The idea of Doof eating frozen pizza has made her mind up. It's ready now. Bug, can you set the table? Holy cow, how is this going to end? We begin to set the table, my head spinning with possibilities, none of them good. Ooh, Becky calls from the bathroom. Horse is chucked up again. Popped balloons. I look at Doof. I'll just, he nods, leave you to it. I run to the bathroom. Can't see dog vomit anywhere. Becky is wringing her hands. Okay, so what does Doof know? I have to say my little sister is becoming quite a talented liar. Nothing, I say. He doesn't know about Marfin? No. And he doesn't know that mum and dad are in the dark about the team? Right, I guess what he doesn't know. Could hurt me. Becky gives me a this could be interesting look and we return to the kitchen and sit down to eat. How can we keep the convo off Marfin and the team? We'll need to be on our toes. We don't have long to wait. Where's next week's game? Doof asks me. Dane reckons he's going to bring a crowd to the next home game. What game, Mum asks. Mum, I forgot to tell you, Becky says quickly. We um, need our away kit for Sunday's game. Mum frowns at her. Of course you do. You're playing in Essendon. Becky smiles, just checking you'd remember. I'm all over it, Mum says. Doof is looking at me, still want, waiting for an answer to his question. Don't know, I say racking my brains for a safe response. It's not the Salmonella crew, at least. Doof laughs. Reckon they'll get another round of HSPs next time. What are you talking about, Mum asks. I hope it's not my dinner. Just some guys, we know I say quickly. Chicken's great, Mum. No Salmonella here, I'll bet. They got gastro from HSPs, Doof grins. We whip their butts anyway. That seems cruel when they're not feeling well, Mum says. It's all part of the game, Doof says. Nothing personal. Game, lame, same, hame, I say loudly. Doof raises an eyebrow. Hame? Becky, you have a friend called Hame, don't you? I ask, Hamish. Becky frowns. He's in my class, but he's not my friend. He's annoying. Mum looks confused and I wipe my brow. I'm already exhausted. Doof turns to Becky. You play soccer, not basketball? Yeah, she says, soccer suits me. I'm not that tall. Not like Bug. He's just about the perfect build for basketball. 
Nana, I say, desperate to interrupt. But head empty of ideas. Can you um pass you the Brussels sprouts? Nana gives me a sly grin and I'm on to her. She'll help me out, sure, but sneak more greens in onto my plate along the way. Great, I say, sprout. You don't even like Brussels sprouts, Mum says. Are you feeling okay? Great, I repeat, and I shovel a forkful of horrible grey-green sprouts into my mouth, trying to keep a neutral face as the awful cabbagey bad flavour fills my mouth. Becky stares at her plate, trying not to laugh. They're especially good with mustard, Nana says, passing the mustard, which I dutifully try because what else can I do? And the radioactive yellow stuff on top of the sprouts only enhances the vomit-inducing properties of the Brussels sprout. Just when I'm thinking I need an emergency trip to the bathroom, Dad arrives home, all suited up, his face weary. How did it go, Mum asks. He nods. Okay. He says hi to Dwarf and we sit down. There's a letter for you, Mum says. Dad goes to the bench and opens the letter. He looks irritated and glances at Mum. Did you ask him to write this? Mum nods, her eyes pleading, just in case burn. Dad looks cross, bloody marfin, has to dominate every single, look I say, pointing at the window. Was that a Martian? Ooh, Nana says, leaping up from the table. A Martian sighting? How interesting. I can't tell if Nana is helping my case or if she really thinks I saw a Martian. But I need all the support I can get now. Doof peers at the darkness. I can't see anything. Flickering green lights, I say. Probably just a plain, Doof says. He's looking at me strangely. Like that Brussels sprout indigestion has damaged my brain. Everyone stares at the sky, which is black with not a hint of green lights, and then back at me. Three Brussels sprouts look mockingly at me from my plate. Dad's still frowning. Cross, I guess, about the Marfan letter. But Dad, I want to say, this is the letter that explains your eye problem and why you weren't at work. It could stop you going to jail. Surely that is more important than keeping Marfan quiet. But I can't say any of that, not with Doof at the table frowning, drowning downing half a roast chicken. I promise myself I will talk to Dad about it later. Mum leans across to him. If you can just get them to understand what was happening to you that day. Becky jumps up. Dad, have you seen Nana and me do the Charleston? You've got to watch, Dad. She and Nana jump up, from their, jump up in their matching caftans and do the demented duck dance. And something about their stick legs and goofy smiles make us all laugh. I think it will do Dad good. Did you try out for the musical too, Doof? Mum asks. Crap, not the musical. Doof chokes on his chicken drumstick, huh? No, no way. He turns to me, his face confused. Did you? Why? It clashes with training. That was a really good dance, Becky, I say desperately. And Mum, this chicken is fantastic. Best ever. Mum claps her palm to her forehead. I never asked, Bug. Did you end up getting in? I heard they were desperate for boys. They pretty much took everyone, Doof says. But you'd better be on the court, I reckon. Not the court. Don't mention the court. The law court, Becky says. Nana nods. I think you'd make a great lawyer. I'd go with it. I've always loved an argument. Dad sighs. 
Well, they're good at that, let me tell you. After the day I've had, I stand up and pick up my plate and take it to the kitchen. I'm completely wrecked. Hang on, bug, Mum says, and I hold my breath. Did she catch one of the references to the team? You didn't finish your Brussels sprouts. Everyone is looking at me waiting. I put all three of them in my mouth and try to grin as a taste engulfs me. No one knows the sacrifices I've made for this team. On a cool and crisp Tuesday afternoon, I arrive home from school to find Dad in a suit, shooting hoops in the backyard. I sling my bag off my back, splash water to cool my face and join him. Horse follows and sits on the back porch, gnawing one of Becky's shin pads. Where is everyone, I ask? Dad startles to see me and his shot is a total air ball. Um, Mum and Becky are at dancing class and Nana is visiting Ronnie, I think. I stare at his suit. How'd you go today? He bounced, passes me the ball. All right, finished up early. Did you give him the letter? He shakes his head. I lay up. You know, Marfin and everything, it sucks right. Well, it's not that bad, I mean. We're not sick or anything. No, I mean, who wants to have a syndrome? Dad collects the ball and shoots. No one, I guess. It doesn't have to define you, though. You're still you. I feel like we're at cross purposes, angry fish, as Becky would say. What was it like for you to find out you had it? Dad sighs, hard to say. There was so much going on, bug, having it too, then everything. He breaks off. Tell you the truth, I don't think about it. Subtlety isn't working. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. Are you not telling the inquest about Marvin because you don't want to make excuses for what happened to Andy or because you're ashamed? My words come out thick and fast and linger in the air. Dad holds the ball in his hands, blinking. The hoop stands quiet and ready. The magnolia branches are bare. There's a low hum of highway noise and the air smells of winter. Dad does a slow layup. Not bad for a man in a suit. I collect the ball. Reason I'm asking is just that if I were the coroner guy, I'd want to know why you weren't there that day. Please, Dad. It's a good question, is all he says.